0: Is a presentation of the Retro Network.
1: Hello, and thanks for push and play on Rental Return, Tales for the Video Store Season 2, and welcome to our wrap-up episode where we're gonna reflect on the stories shared by our video heroes, Talk VHS Collecting, and more. So I have your resident video file, Adam. And with me, as always, is our producer and editor extraordinaire, Jason. Hey, Adam. And of course, we need a little dash of pop culture obsession thrown in. So back once again is our pal Chad from Horror Movie Barbecue.
0: Did you say my pet monster? I'm sorry, what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Always on the brain. (laughs) I think he wears the handcuffs
2: like (laughs) 24-7.
0: That's for my only fans.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But you know, I mean, we had a great season this time around. I mean, the first season itself was really surprising and the stories we heard and just the variety of people. And here again, we had a whole new batch of video heroes that had their experiences to share, and they were totally game and man like all over the place you know one of a kind stores in new york of course we had the blockbuster we had a hollywood video this time i mean there's a great variety uh to get into there so we're going to start out here just kind of talk about some of the stories that stood out to us most and things that surprised us and all that so let me ask you this uh you know as you were editing jason Mm -hmm. what do you think what was the craziest story you heard this season on rental return there was a lot of good ones
2: uh I don't know, I don't know necessarily what the craziest one was, but I enjoyed Bill's take on world of video in Manhattan and running into all the celebrities there. I think just the amount of
1: celebrities we heard this time around. Um, yeah. Quentin Tarantino, James Gandolfini. And uh, who was the other guy, the yeah, guy from Iron Man Two, Sam Rockwell Sam Rockwell. Yeah, no, it
2: was, uh, <laughs> It was Quentin Tarantino on a date with Sofia Coppola, right? Oh,
0: my goodness.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So just, uh, you know, I've never been to New York City, but I can imagine bumping or rubbing elbows with people like that would be a a very fun experience and one that uh, most of us in the small town or just around the country, unless you're maybe in L.A., uh, just don't get to see the celebrities and interact with them you know the like he said the people making the films so that was pretty cool Gandolfini I think he said was a, a member there and yeah. Uh, yeah it
1: was pretty cool I mean, there were a lot of stories, obviously, about the adult video section. I mean, a lot. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Playing pranks on customers in there and all sorts of stuff. But the story of the guy who got caught at the front with a late fee for an yeah. adult video that he was denying <laughs> in front of his wife and she refused to believe it until it was undeniable in the computer system and a signature and all this stuff. Like, yeah. that, that was so full of drama, just the tension building and building. Like, that. <laughs> one, i was just like cringing i was like oh my god because he's like i wouldn't let him off the hook if you just gave me a nod or a wink or something. <laughs> right you right know?
0: say something
1: <laughs> yeah that was the uh... whole
0: time he was telling that story all i could think of was oh gosh please tell me he just he just admitted it please i can't take this <laughs>
2: Yeah, that was Alan at a movie gallery that told yeah. that story and digging through the yeah, saving the, the, the whole thing with the gumball and getting the free rental and then yes. going back and being able to <laughs> pull out the receipt and out them. That was, uh,
1: I mean, he probably thought that was untraceable. He's like, it's a free rental. It won't show up on right. my account or something. That's the know?
0: smartest scheme, by the way. <laughs> like, it's a free rental. I'm not going to, I mean, there's no. There's no record of this ever happening. <laughs> this is brilliant. I love it.
1: Uh, what about for you, Chad? As you were listening, was there something that stood out to you? You were like, whoa. Guy-
0: <laughs> yes. There, well, that was uh, that was actually my favorite story. But my, my second favorite story was actually, I can't remember his name, and I'm so embarrassed, and I'm so sorry. The guy that was um, stealing for Christmas that, presents that, that's my, that's my friend, friend Colin, Colin. Yeah. yeah Colin thank friend. you a Colin thief. yes <laughs> the thief Colin I am sorry no disrespect intended but the whole time I'm listening I'm just like I'm laughing so hysterically because that kind of sounds like something you would do when you're 20 you don't have any money and you know like you said there's no malicious behavior or he's not like trying to like you know commit a crime he's just you know trying to get some presents and a part of me is just like gosh i don't really blame him <laughs> like, that's yeah. kind of the perfect way to do it yeah that
1: sounds like a period piece movie like the beginning of like a real adventure right is he started that he starts getting tracked down and all this stuff you know this to this to this like gotta mm-hmm. write that script i think
0: <laughs> it sounds yeah. like it would be something out of a 90s sitcom where like yeah. you know the the angsty gen x teen is just doing this you know because he's hard up on the holidays and you know everyone if if this were in a movie you'd just be like gosh that's brilliant
1: that's so brilliant
0: (laughs) and you wouldn't believe that someone could do that in real life
1: well let me ask you guys this then so what do you think you learned about the video store experience that you did not know before because that's such a fascinating part of this is they're telling you how things operate and how things are done and sometimes we as the consumer never considered it
2: Well, for me, uh, I think it was just interesting hearing the different policies from each store. So, Uh like you mentioned, we had Brian that worked at Hollywood Video. You had several people that worked at Blockbuster. You had Alan that worked at Movie Gallery. And then you had Joe and Matthew and see who else were like the the, uh, mom and pop stores. So each store has their own little personality on what they carry, what they're trying to be what other merchandise that they have at the counter. And I don't know, it was just interesting to me to hear the different uh, procedures and everything, and even just checking in tapes and doing inventory and the previously viewed tapes and how they wrap those up. And that was interesting to me, just getting all those different
1: perspectives in this season. Yeah, the owner who would not let him watch the promo the screeners. Tapes, yeah, the screeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Had
2: stacks of them in his office, and oh, oh no! But you can't uh, can't take this home, <laughs> even though it's. Oh. I don't know. I can't. I don't think I would want to watch screeners, let alone having stacks of them there. I think oh. this is
1: just that that's before it's even a new release, right? It's yeah. not even out yet, uh, so you want to get the jump on it. But no, no deal. <laughs> words across Uh, the
2: screen and going in and out of focus and all that crap you know i don't know yeah
1: (laughs) i mean i think for me the biggest revelation was the existence of the blockbuster gold membership like i had no idea that such a status symbol was attainable you know (laughs) get private. that was a new one yeah. yeah I mean, that, that, that is so cool that the fact that then one of the other, you know, the video heroes had that, that one of them was running a story. He's like, oh, yeah, I knew all about that.
2: I was like, what? oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was Brandon. And uh, yeah, just the fact that he could call in reserve tapes with that gold mm-hmm. membership was was unique. Couldn't do that anywhere else. I mean, as no. far as
1: Blockbuster goes, but mm-hmm. <laughs> How about any surprises for you, Chad?
0: Oh, well, I got to say the Blockbuster Gold card was, uh, even for me and you guys, I think everyone listening knows my feeling on Blockbuster, but yes. that was just like that's some like secret society you know, <laughs> kind of stuff, and you're just like, holy cow! how What is going on here? You know, so that was a lot of, you know, that, that was probably the biggest one where I and the screeners, you know, yeah, you guys kind yeah. of named them, but Gosh, I it, just when I thought that I had heard all the, all the crazy and you know just eye-opening stories in season one, like all of a sudden, yeah, here comes season two. Jeez, like and especially with the celebrities, because we had had a couple, you know, a, a story or two about, um, was it the Mannings?
1: Eli, Eli? Manning, yes, I yeah, in his season,
0: yeah. One. And then that the guy great. who
1: wrote Jaws, Peter Benchley, yes. was a customer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, like, those are always fun stories. And I would have just, oh, I would have given anything to see, like, the receipts and all the records of what all these celebrities are. <laughs> you know, like, what is Gandolfini going in and saying? What is... I mean, well, you know what? Maybe it's best we don't know what Tarantino was renting, but... Or that you know.
1: we did hear about what that one guy rented before he went to jail or whatever, uh-huh. Faces of Death or whatever. Oh, gosh, what? yeah. Oh, that's dark.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Jason <like laughs> Williams, the basketball player. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, but like you say, there are so many stories going on that they, you know, that they maybe they weren't the most extreme, but maybe they were heartfelt or they were something that just kind of stood out. I know mm-hmm. for me in particular... There was the story of finding a hidden videotape up in the ceiling. ceiling. yes, mm, yes. That I was that's like a dream discovery, like a vintage collectible tape just mm-hmm. hidden away. You know,
0: yeah. It's like finding faster. twenty dollars under your couch or something. But it's, <laughs> yeah. in, it's 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 a video from like what he said, five or six or seven years before. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Wow. They had uh chalked it up to a loss. I think. I think that was Brandon <laughs> again at Blockbuster <laughs> running in the so- theater.
0: If he had taken that home because they chalked it up as a loss.
1: Yeah, by the way, uh, shout out to Brandon because he wrote a series of articles back on Retro Days, way Mm. back when. And so when he contacted me about coming on the show, because I'd only talked to him on Retro Days, I didn't make the connection at first. I was like, oh, from Retro Days. And I was like, you know what? Subconsciously, his series may have actually influenced the creation of this because I remember oh, commenting on his articles like oh I wish I could have worked in the video store I wish I could have <laughs> experienced all that you know so shout out to Brandon wow. yeah
0: nice yeah. very cool
1: about uh, any other stories floating around in your uh, in your heads
2: there guys I've got uh, well I just wrote down everybody's name I-, I wanted to thank them because this was such a great season to put together and each one has their own little perspective and stories Brandon another one from Brandon was the pin throwing. And having the one that was the marker that exploded all over the window and they're there till three in the morning trying to clean up, you know, you know, we've all had that. I think uh, not necessarily that specific thing (laughs) happened, but, you know, little antics, you know, I worked, I've worked in the mailing business for 20 years and I've seen epic rubber band battles at work. So I understand (laughs) uh, that whole thing. Bob uh, O'Rourke, Bob was the one that worked at Premiere Video in New Jersey at the two locations. And he was the one that saw or had interaction with Peter Benchley. That was a a pretty neat story to hear. And then, of course, Colin, like you mentioned, is stealing Christmas presents there at Blockbuster. Joe and Matt were very fun. The brothers that worked in Cary, North Carolina. Joe was just hilarious to me. His take on everything. And going from the bookstore to the video store and how that all <laughs> happened. Um, well, and, and
1: just so you know, there's a third Corey brother. So we're oh. going to probably interview him for season three. They were just like, our oh. other brother worked there too. We worked in a, you know, so it. So it's just like, wow. <laughs> yeah, The that dynasty.
2: Was, that was a, a unique take. Uh, Mark DeWitt too, who ran the 10 Blockbuster stores. I enjoyed yeah. hearing his perspective mm-hmm. as a almost like a, a buyer. Uh, Mm -hmm. for these stores, uh, getting the little perks at all the radio stations (laughs) and stuff for setting up the commercials and all that. And uh, just his take was really fun this season. Uh, Brian-
1: FYI, uh, just real quick with Mark. uh, So I've stayed in touch with him and I am actually going to be acquiring his vhs collection he's like oh, boxes and boxes oh. i've saved for years oh, and wow. so i've been working it out to get the shipping and everything together but he's sending those pictures soon so that's, that's great that's yeah. great
2: brian was unique and you'll hear adam laugh you know throughout the uh, <laughs> yes, interviews and you get yes. his little take every once in a while you won't hear him though when you're listening to brian because brian Give it up for Brian. He took the time to record his own interview, essentially, and just looked at the questionnaire Mm, and uh, answered the questions on there. All the Hollywood
1: video stories, we just couldn't find a time that worked. He's like, you know what? I'll just record it like late at night when I have a minute. And so he went through everything as if it was a real interview, and that worked out perfect.
0: Wow.
1: Alan, we talked
2: about movie gallery uh, here where I live in Montgomery. When we first moved here, I remember there being a movie gallery just like a block away. And I visited a couple times, and by that time, it was done. This was like 2006 era. So uh, I was interesting to hear his take on Movie Gallery, because that was big around the South here. And then William, he worked at Blockbuster in Florida. I thought that was interesting how he did inventory on Third Shift. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how... They would just uh, when the store closed, they had to scan every tape in the store, mm. and then they find tapes missing. They find a PlayStation Three missing, and you're like, "Okay, there's some shenanigans going on here." <laughs> and how are they gonna, you know, recoup this inventory that's missing? Uh, and then, of course, I mentioned Bill Foley too at World of Video in New York City. Very passionate. Uh, was very. Uh, glad that he came on too. So that was pretty much our catch. Just, just the
1: amount of weeds that was being smoked yes. at world of video. <laughs> that was another story. Yeah, about. we might as
2: well throw that in there too. That uh the cloud rising from the basement. I can just picture that in my head. Uh are
1: we sure Snoop Dogg was not a customer? Yeah, no, he's he's West Coast. He's West Coast. That's right.
2: Yeah. Oh, West Coast video. Maybe. Maybe but just a, uh, a thank you to those guys for taking the time and it was really fun to to put the season together with all their stories.
1: Yeah, so uh but this is exciting because you know we we uh at the beginning of this whole journey this time around, you know, when we were doing our intro video to set up this season, you know, we were reading awesome articles from back in the day that led to a road trip of mine that I'll I'll follow up with here in a bit. Uh, But Jason has actually collected a few more vintage articles that I'm really curious Uh to see if it it, it sparks some more uh, (laughs) adventure (laughs) for us. What do you have for us, Jason? Well, there's a couple I wanted to pass along. One was
2: interesting because of the store itself. And Bill mentioned another store in New York City that I guess the inventory got purchased, moved to Italy or something. And he was kind of ragging on that. But there's a different one. And this goes back to a story from 1985, April, 1985, a store called the Scene Club Videos in New York City. And the news story says it is the world's largest video rental store located in Midtown, Manhattan. 7,000 titles and over 150,000 total video cassettes. Now, the interesting thing about this news story um, is the pricing system. So it was a monthly membership fee. Uh, Potential customers are asked to commit themselves to a $39.95 monthly membership fee for Uh. one year. There's no other charges and no time or frequency limits on the tape rentals. The only restriction is... They have to, like, give a a credit card, have a credit card online in case they walk off with the tapes. And no more than five tapes at a time. What year was this? 1985 in New Ah. York City. Uh, And the the story goes on about just it it sounds like they wanted to essentially set up some of these clubs in different locations. But to get into the rental business, it talks about how you need like uh, a a few hundred thousand dollars and they go in on some of the other smaller stores, like within tower records and like the drugstore chains and so forth. And uh, this guy just kind of went all out and was trying to do like a monthly subscription. Almost. I thought that was so interesting back in 1985 to have that sort of thing. We've heard about clubs, you know, back in the day and, I think typically that was probably like an annual fee and you paid whatever, two or three bucks a tape still to rent. So you're you're buying into the club, but you're still paying per rental where this was just 40 bucks a month. You take what you want, no more than five at a time. So I thought that was really interesting. It sounds more, uh, you know, we're all into subscription services nowadays online. And to go all the way back to 85, I thought that was pretty uh, groundbreaking, you know.
1: Yeah. Good business model. Hopefully it lasted. I don't know (laughs) how (laughs) many tapes ever made it back. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And you know, what's weird is you said this was 1985 and
2: how many titles were available at that point? Did you say it said seventy. I'm sorry. It said seven thousand titles, and the store itself <sighs> was stocking one hundred and fifty thousand tapes. So there must have been some extra ones there. You yeah, know, there a lot was, of copies,
0: especially yeah. in '85. Jeez, gosh, yeah. Like there had to be some some doubles here and there. I guess.
2: Yeah. So they interview a few people outside of the uh, owner of this scene club video in New York City, and. uh this guy quoted i see a lot of lousy video stores going out of business i've gone into these stores and some of these guys don't know what they're doing Ooh. so uh yeah it was a almost kind of a backhand to the mom and pop stores and i don't know it i just well, thought it was interesting that they were trying to do something like this back in 85 yeah
0: that guy's awfully cocky for
2: a video <laughs> store in 1985 yeah no kidding
0: what other stores are suddenly failing in 1980? Like, you know what? Never.
1: That, that, yeah, I know. I was gonna say that's a uh, rabbit hole. Oh, we
0: don't have the answer. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> don't cry.
1: All right. So the other newspaper
2: story goes back to 1987, uh, and this was in Michigan, and the the headline read "Area Libraries Fight Tape Rental Bill." So a bill went to the state Congress, passed through the, I think Senate. And it had to do with restricting libraries from uh, taking in revenue for renting videotapes. And so the proponents say the bill would control the library tape rentals, which they say unfairly undercut prices of retail video rental outlets. Uh. So essentially the libraries were getting maybe a dollar or two a tape and it's cheaper. They can, uh, I think they could take it out a little bit longer and the people against the bill were saying well that's stealing uh, revenue away from us that are for profit and we need to kind of stop this so it was interesting to hear uh you know th- this article go back and forth on well is this a good thing or a bad thing that libraries i mean did you all I'm sure had a library card back in the day. Do you remember renting tapes from oh, libraries? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah,
1: some some of my earliest video rental stuff was at the library. And I don't remember it costing anything. I thought it was just a rental, but again, I wasn't uh-huh. the one doing the transaction. I was just bringing the tape to my mom. So <laughs> I'm curious to know now if they were charging for that.
2: Yeah. So, and I, I seem to remember that too. You know, you, you get your library card, your membership, and essentially Uh, Some of those tapes you could take home for free. They did a list, the uh, three libraries here, and their rental uh, guidelines, essentially. So one says uh, tapes may be renewed as long as they aren't overdue. A dollar per night. Late fees for all tapes are $2 per night. And up to, I think it said like seven days a week or something. Another one had uh, tapes that they could rent. For three days, for a dollar per day, rental fee paid in advance, overdue charge $2, no fine exceeds more than $10 or the value of the tape. So just going through this article, it sounds like there was a lot of kind of children's titles that uh, they were talking about and kind of the weird stuff, not like the the most current movies, you know, uh, more educational things. So, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting that they brought a bill to Congress in Michigan that was uh, trying to uh, essentially prohibit the libraries from collecting money and help the commercial uh, owners for video rental stores. So, I'll put uh, links up in the show notes for you guys to read this. Sure. want yeah. to go in detail, but yeah. yeah, I I didn't remember renting many tapes from the library, but... I just thought that was interesting. That became an issue <laughs> back in 87. So,
1: yeah, well, and so this is interesting. Yeah. That we get the kind of the state of affairs back then. And yet there was uh, another type of video, like library video group, you know, that was letting you rent from them. That was kind of unique. We talked about this uh, earlier when Jason, you found a video for Errol's, video. Uh-huh. Um the, the very unique case. You sent that to me for my collection over here. And I remember Chad speaking up and be like, oh yeah, Errol's." So uh-huh. um, what can you tell us about this chain and what they were about? Because it's not one I'm familiar with at all.
0: So Errol's was kind of in the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. And it was it was essentially the local chain, you know, before like Potomac Video and Uh, I'm forgetting the other one, but this was like our first um, chain video in the 80s, early, early 90s. -hmm. I have very, very, very few memories of it. But I remember Mm -hmm. we went there because my dad had like a membership to every video store humanly possible. And we would go to Errol's every once in a while. And I remember that they would be like a little bit more flashy they had a little bit more merchandise they had a little bit more to offer and um yeah in
1: my my research it said that arrows was kind of a chain of a lot of different types of stores but then they started their video Mm -hmm. club like i think they said in like 1980 around that era and That's yeah. when it started picking up. And so I just find it so interesting because they do call themselves a video club as well. And yes. we were just talking about that. Do you remember anything about how that system worked that you were I really young, don't? Probably, yeah, I was I can, way uh... too
0: young. Yeah, but I know that they sold to Blockbuster. And then right. later on, they I remember seeing an advertisement, uh, a local advertisement. Maybe I'll I i do not know if this was local or not, but it could have been uh you know countrywide but the guy had started up his own internet service
1: oh Hmm.
0: yeah and like i remember seeing a commercial like my brother and i are just watching something and i'm like it's the first time i had heard arrows in a long long time so this was probably (laughs) like 94 95 96 and i say to my brother i'm like that's not the same video stories like no i couldn't be so
1: um but, but Jason, Arrows, you know something yeah. about Errols too?
2: Yeah. So over on the Retro Network, I posted a article with a bunch of old newspaper ads. I think one or two was from Errols. So like you said, they were a video club. I believe there was like an annual membership fee and then they rented out you know, so much per tape. And then I seem to remember them climbing to a point where they were maybe number two or number three in the country. Wow. behind blockbuster and then got bought out um because really? they were mainly east coast i think they uh-huh. went all the way down to like north carolina south carolina really up through yeah virginia like you said dc area maryland i think they i can't remember how many chains or how many stores they had total in huh. the
1: chain but they grew pretty pretty big and, yeah. Uh, well, and I'm curious because, you know, uh, we showed this on uh, Thrift Store hoard. You know, you showed this video, the video, you know, box. Mm-hmm. And it's larger than most. And it has foam padding on the sides. Mm-hmm. but The top is open. So the tape just slides out. And my wife yeah. was looking at this and she was just like, that- how many tapes did they break? It seems like that would not be a good model, you know, to yes. send this and put this in somebody's car. They make a hard stop and the tape just flies out, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not a case really it's yeah. just
2: kind of slides in there even with the foam padding on each side you're like mm-hmm. yeah this is dumb
1: <laughs> <laughs> it looks fancy but it's not practical right right Yeah, yeah. And
2: it's essentially just a glorified cut box if i remember yes. right because they yeah, cut ultimately. it up and mm-hmm. they glued it or taped it inside there for the mm-hmm. front and back cover and does that video have uh, a store or a location or anything on it adam
1: i don't see it on here other than to say i mean it just says errol's ink please rewind after use and yeah but it doesn't (laughs) have like a specific address label i couldn't
2: remember if it had uh what store it came from but and that was found in florida of all places so (laughs) Uh 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 tapes travel you know
1: well and speaking of traveling uh you know chad you found something very unique you know i Mm. as i said went out to california i took a six hour trip out of my way to visit captain video got to interview ira the owner who'd been Mm -hmm. running it for all these years and i actually i called him up just before the show just to see how things were see what he thought of the interview you said oh yeah it was great i got it i was like how are things doing over there he's like oh it's looking up a lot of people spending more money this year coming into the store i was like good so glad to hear that, Ira. That is awesome. But <laughs> there was another store that did not have quite the luck that Ira had to stay in business and <sighs> hang on. And Chad found this and he started sharing it to me and others. Just like, I got so excited. What can you tell us about this, Chad? How'd you find out about this?
0: You know, I I, I think that it was posted in a VHS group, the Pepe's Avenue video
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, in Wyoming, Pennsylvania. And It's this video store that I guess also doubles as kind of just a wacky kind of weird tchotchke (laughs) kind (laughs) of store as well on another side. But this was a video store that had kind of a blowout sale. I guess the the owners were getting out of the business, calling it a day. So they were having a massive, massive liquidation sale and everything was, uh, you know ready to go they announced it on uh facebook that there is going to be a liquidation sale and boy oh boy did people lose their minds because there are some treasures here not just the tapes but um they had like standees promotional items uh just so much video store glory day memorabilia in here and uh they seemed to be one of like the more prominent i don't want to say prominent video stores in the like uh, vhs fan kind of community hmm. and um there was an article uh by our friend dino drack a couple years ago where he and jay of sludge central went there and visited and took hmm. some great photos and i i mean look you see the photos and this place has like wood paneling the yeah. most sun faded eddie murphy stand up <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's, so
2: great.
0: it's Oh gosh. And like, this is the kind of video store you remember going to as a kid. Like it's a, it's a total time warp. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, the tape has to be rewound sometime. And, uh, <laughs> I guess this was their, uh, I guess yeah, they there were was pl- an
1: actual news report and, yes. uh, they interviewed the owners and they because they also had a gift shop. and all this, you know, it had uh-huh. been many businesses in this town over the and I actually got excited because when I originally saw it, I was like, Wyoming, it's in Wyoming. It's am <laughs> like just a couple hours east of me. I'm gonna take a drive. I get to go to this place. Like and then oh Wyoming, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Oh man. So just I just looking like the at the from the wizard, Pennsylvania. Once I need these pictures,
2: I can like smell the place, you know. Oh. It's got to be musty and that carpet. Oh, my God. Oh. And the shelves, I <laughs> what I wanted was those shelves that had the little slots for the tape. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Those were so oh, fun. Beautiful. Uh, but in that video games stand that they had, <laughs> it's in that <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> font, you know, almost. that says video mm-hmm. games. Uh, oh. And the spinner racks.
1: My God, and the spinner old, racks. Yeah, like candy <sighs> machine. Give me right? those. Yeah, give me the, those the, the total like all tan like just mm. like the most basic but that's what it was and the thing is i even because i do this right i'm like i start scheming i start how can i get this done i'm like i can't mm-hmm. get on a plane fast enough to get over there but i have a buddy who lives in pennsylvania i'm like can you drive out there like i mapped it out <laughs> for him i'm like it's like an hour and a half away are you available i was trying to entice him i was like they'll probably have this and that and then you could get that and i'll i'll tell you what videos i want but uh, it didn't work out it was like his daughter's birthday Day or something. I was like, oh.
0: oh
1: so <laughs> oh, that was a bummer.
0: I think we were all kind of scheming ways to get down. Like my <laughs> friend uh, Tommy, he, he lives, I think we had tried to call this place before, like maybe a year ago. I, I went down in the summer and I think we tried to call this place. In fact, I think I probably mentioned it on the uh, season two uh, preview show we had tried to call and I never got a message back unless I'm thinking of another store, Mm. but I think Mm. this was him. And, um, but yeah, I think that we were all kind of like texting back and forth. Like, do we know anybody in the area we could stay with? (laughs) How's the weather going to be? And, you know, just stuff like that and trying to figure out, Oh man, I bet we could get some real good treasures and, And I feel like this would probably be like an emotional experience for a lot of people in the area, especially if, you know, that was your video store and you're a lifelong videos, you know, VHS collector. And unfortunately, you know, this is how you're getting those tapes and uh, all the cool stuff. Yeah.
1: Well, and you mentioned the treasure of it all. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff we didn't get to walk away with, unfortunately. No. Doing this show, listening to the series, you know, and just like what's in the zeitgeist right now, we uh-huh. talked all about the collecting prices and all that stuff, but <laughs> we still have been building our collections as the shows were being released. So let's talk a little bit about that for you guys. What are maybe like your top three VHS acquisitions of the last few months as season two has been running through our ears? Jason, do you have something that stands out for you that was exciting?
2: Yes, but it's not VHS.
1: Oh. Oh, oh that's right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> On the uh, the last thrift store hoard, I actually found a sealed Betamax tape, Chad, of Star mm. Trek 3. Uh, Wait,
0: had- is that the, the one with the whales?
2: No, that's the no. fourth one. Yeah, yeah that's the fourth. Oh, okay. this is Search for Spock. Search for Spock. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. The odd ones is the ones you want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair even. Enough. No, actually, uh, of Khan is pretty good. But anyway, I had never found a Betamax tape in any thrift store since oh. I've been hunting, you know, and in the uh audiobook section of a a certain thrift store, I found a Betamax tape. They didn't even know what it was. And the fact that it was still sealed, I was like, oh, my gosh. And you go out to eBay and you look, and three digits easy for this tape. Uh-huh. So wow, uh, yeah. um, I've gone back and forth. I've put it up, and I'm thinking about taking it back off just to keep a Betamax tape. I don't have any way to play it. And you guys know, and we talked about it before, we're all the same way. We want the tapes to get out and, and to watch and not yeah. just keep mm. sealed, to get graded and all that crap that they do now. So let them buy them for what they want to, if you want to get rid of them. But having a sealed tape really isn't my thing. But the fact that I found a Betamax tape was just unbelievable to me.
1: So check your audio book section (laughs) at your
2: store. (laughs) Hot tip.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, speaking of which, by the way, so I, you know, I too was clearing out my sealed VHS because it really has no purpose for me just to mm-hmm. sit on a shelf like that. So uh, I, when I was posting one, I didn't realize that it was rare. I thought it was just like, whatever, nobody cares about this movie. But it was the movie Juice starring Tupac Shakur. Oh, love Apparently that movie. It's- yeah, it's like out of print. It probably has something to do with musical rights in it. I would imagine something along those lines. So I like looked, I was like, oh, this goes for like a hundred bucks. And I put it up and within a half hour of posting it, it sold yeah. for a hundred bucks. It just, oh. wow. just like that. I was like, wow. Okay.
0: I Not to rain on your parade, uh, Adam, <laughs> and I am so sorry. They're just putting that out on 4K, by the way, because I think this year is going to be the 30th anniversary. I got it just
1: under the wire. You did. (laughs) So you know what?
0: I'm not raining on your parade because if you had waited, yeah, gosh. Well, congratulations. I love that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's wild. Uh, But, you know, in the meantime, you know, there's been some other tapes that I've been able to find that, again, like. I don't even know that they would be considered super rare, but they're just kind of special and fun. Like, I found several uh, hard case former rentals, you know, that oh. still have like the 99 cent special oh. rental. Like, these might have been. No. I, I don't even, I'm trying to see here, actually. Does this have a sticker from the store? Yeah. Hollywood Nights video in Dickinson, oh. North Dakota.
0: Oh, I thought you were saying <laughs> Hollywood Nights, like uh, Robert Wool and um, <laughs> was it uh, Tony Danza? Yeah, I think oh, so.
1: Yeah. But, uh, but over there, I was able to find like quite a few like action martial arts films, which was so fun, but included No Retreat, No Surrender, oh, which, yes. Chad, I know you just picked up a copy of No Retreat, <laughs> No Surrender, but in a slipcase, right?
0: Uh, no, not a slipcase. It's oh. just a uh, regular, uh, I think it's, uh, let me, I have it with me right here. Okay. It is a Star Maker video. Okay. Uh, And what's funny is I actually went back and looked at a few old photos. I picked this tape up at the same exact thrift store like six or seven years ago because I was like, I've gotten this tape before, and I saw the tag of the location. I was like, What the hell? Like, am I just am I just like meant to find this tape at this store?
1: (laughs) You and Jean Claude and Bruce Lee, not quite Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I know, but the other one I found that just stood out to me so much was Andrew Dice Clay and Terry Hatcher in Brain Smash: no! A Love Story. And the villain in this is chosen from Karate Kid Part mm-hmm.
2: Two. Oh my god! I mean, this
1: movie—I hope amazing. that's on streaming somewhere
2: because <laughs> I want to watch it like right now. Yeah, it is. Go, track it somewhere.
1: down. It's it's really fun. They're very lovable, Terry Hatcher and Andrew Dice Clay. They're good together, and it actually has the girl from the Warriors who joins mm-hmm. the warriors on their trip. She's in it too. Like Emma Van
0: Valkenburg.
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's very cool that way. And, and of course, Fun. directed by Albert Pune, who directed the 1990 Captain America film. So, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. A real treat. Awesome. <laughs> you know well okay yes uh, a real treat
0: to find on vhs at a thrift store let's let's yeah, just be yeah, honest yeah. <laughs> Ultimately.
1: i mean same with like you know occasionally you find these cartoon tapes and it's just like oh you know it's all the same disney stuff it's everything you found but finding a gem in the holograms tape that had, yeah that was really cool because you don't find those very often and oh, also a denver a the last dinosaur yes! tape yeah oh wow those were really special because those are just like those titles that do not come up very often so <laughs> i have one more i want to save till after chad i have one more like kind of big one but what, what else have you been finding chad
0: well first off can i ask you which gem tape did you find is it the because there the... were a couple
1: yeah this is the gem jam tape it's called There was like oh. a gem jam concert that the misfits are going to sabotage you know
0: oh you know those those, just to do a side note that artwork on those gem tapes were just so fantastic
1: yeah i love it
0: now i've been kind of going in the opposite direction of what i normally do and i've been i've been looking for weirder tapes so Mm. i have been you know kind of digging through and you guys know what everything is terrible is right
1: i don't think so so, no
0: oh boy so they're kind of like uh the found footage they're kind of like uh derek beckles and they'll they they're out there finding weird vhs tapes and movies and stuff that you know just are just horrible just awful 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 and i've kind of been getting more inspired to go and hunt down these tapes myself because they out of context these are like the kind of videos you would like share with your friends on like e-bombs world or something like that. And they're weird stuff. So it's like bad, like religious stuff and like self-help videos and awful movies and just low budget stuff. So I found a tape called creative outreach techniques featuring Mm -hmm. Joan Hartzler. And it's, um, I, I guess I'll just read this. Instructor Joan Hartzler will demonstrate how you can add excitement to your outreach ministries with mime, clowning, balloon sculpting, paper tricks, (laughs) and object lessons. Creative outreach techniques is a must for street ministry, crusades, Sunday school, children's church, and out-of-reach ministry. Joan Hartzler travels extensively as a children's evangelist conducting kids' crusades, summer camps, training seminars for Christian workers. She has worked or she has trained outreach teams in the, well, I guess this stuff doesn't matter, but it's essentially her like on stage dressed like a clown in one segment. And then she's like putting balloon animals together. And then her and a bunch of other people are like doing mime tricks. And I'm certainly not mocking the religious aspect. I, not in the least, I wouldn't do that. But the stuff she's kind of doing is kind of silly and corny in fact it's at times it's just like cringeworthy where you're just like i don't uh geez please stop just please stop it right now (laughs) (laughs) so like these are the tapes i'm looking for like you know crafting tapes of like how-to tapes and Mm -hmm. you know stuff like that like i've kind of full confession i've kind of gotten to the point where i'm just like you know, I through the years like how many times can I pick up the same canon tape? How many <laughs> how many times can And the answer is always but it's just like I want to look for stuff that maybe I have uh, overlooked. overlooked. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So and I kind of want to pick up the weirdest nonsense like there's no reason anyone should ever pay money for any of these things,
1: <laughs> well, chad i have one that might interest you then i, I this is a guy who i guess recently got busted uh for lying for years about his involvement with a, a satanic cult and that he was huh? this christian comedian named mike warnkey and he, I found this tape of his stand-up. Yeah, Mike Warnke, and it like it has topics like like his. It lists like the tracks uh, that have to do with <gasps> comedy. And it's stuff I know like, who you're talking yeah. about yes Like he's got one called saint miss pimps prostitutes witches suicide Mm -hmm. abortion child abuse and murder our children Mm -hmm. or you know like it's like i am weird and stuff like that like it's just it's the strangest tape and so (laughs) but i saw that he got in trouble i was like oh big liar okay well yeah (laughs) we might have to talk off air yeah
0: (laughs) yeah because that is something i am interested in already
1: (laughs) yeah sounds like it sounds Mm -hmm. like it jason is there anything else for you
2: yeah i was just gonna say uh if the religious sealed tape market ever goes through the roof uh i can pick up probably about 20 jesus films right now that are sealed in their case (laughs) at the local thrift stores because all that stuff i find all the time even the the workout tapes chad and all that stuff Mm -hmm. oh sealed copies go ahead so
0: many of those workout tapes especially like in the 80s there was um, there was one made for, um, how, how do I say it? Um, the larger size, um, Aren't and they, they all, <laughs> well, you'd think that, but like, they, they really focus on, oh, I can't remember. Oh, it was, it was uh, the point I'm trying to make is some of those are in really bad taste mm-hmm. and like, you, you just, just, you watch them and you're just like, Why? This is horrible. This is like, just why would you do this?
2: Like my favorite workout tape, the couch potato workout. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Which, by the way, you've brought up before on the, um, yes. when we've done the, um, the Sears, the Wish Book.
2: Yes. Yes. I have yes. chosen that in the Wish Book uh, podcast. <laughs> and is that, I that's think,
0: Larry Bud Melman, right? It is.
2: Yeah. I think yes. that was on our very first or second show that we three did mm-hmm. together. We talked about mm-hmm. that. But, uh, just, Again, going outside of the VHS realm, I've been perusing through the DVDs now looking oh. for uh, store tapes. So, like, I found a uh, Blockbuster case that has the Blockbuster <sighs> logo on the inside that's uh, oh. in the plastic. Uh, the, the logo is kind of melded into the plastic. Uh, oh. I found one that's uh, for movie gallery. I think I posted both of those on the T.R.N. social Instagram. Uh, just I'm looking for stuff like that. And it's I think one of them was actually a copy of Batman. And uh, the other one was, um, oh, the movie with uh, Kevin Bacon, where he's the Marine taking the his soldier friend back home. T- uh, taking Chance, I think, is the name of that movie. It's really huh. good. But anyway, just looking for those tapes, too, and DVD now, just uh, rental tapes, in other words, or rental discs. And, uh, you know, looking at the, the way that they had those uh, keys that they put yeah. in there that we talked about, you know, and the slide the, out, yeah, slide keys. And uh, I don't know, I just I found that interesting that uh, some of the cases themselves are branded right into the plastic. So I've picked up a couple of DVDs like that nice. in the last
1: uh, few months. Okay. Well, you I, I did have one more here. Cause they're not all thrift store finds for me. Occasionally I go on a hunt and I, I've, I've got a few dollars in my pocket and sometimes it is a long term investment of time, less, less so <laughs> money, more the time. How am I going to find this tape? So after the first season and I had been posting about my collection of teenage Mutant Ninja turtles coming out of their shells, albums uh-huh. and videos, and it's just my favorite thing in the world. And so, uh, I, I people started uh, understanding. Oh, he collects VHS. He collects that stuff. And so this guy told me, "Hey, by the way, I just picked up this tape. And if you ever want it, uh, I'll let. i you'll be my first call. But I'm going to keep it for now. I'm not ready to part with it because I just picked it up for like forty bucks or something. And I was like, this is a super rare Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles tape. It is the sequel tour to the Coming Out of Your Shells tour called Getting Down in Your Town." <laughs> okay and so this is it's all new songs and a whole new stage show and they performed at six flags theme parks in like 1992 and so this is like a lesser known version of this and so i i was waiting on this guy i checked it like every six months i'm like yeah you still need it i'll pay you double what you paid for it how about that you know and he's like oh dude i totally want to give it to you but it's just so great i just i'm not ready to give it up yet but remember you're my guy you're my first call but as soon as i'm ready i was like okay okay so, in the meantime, I'm searching. This is like for a year. I'm just keeping an eye out and I finally found a copy. And it was for the price I was going to pay him. And so I just picked it up immediately. And he's like, oh, dude, I'm so happy for you. And I was like, I'm so happy for me. <laughs> and it's just like, and for me, it was so crazy. Is just to get the new songs. They're not as good as the album songs, but still original, same composer and everything. So it's just like, oh, it's like another album from the Turtles. It's so awesome. So that was like my my highlight of the year was to find that tape finally, because it's so rare
0: so here's my question are you also on on the hunt for the uh, operation blue line tape
1: uh that tell weird... me about this
0: you don't know about no this, this is not ringing a bell Hell, oh my gosh <laughs> so operation blue line like is this weird it's only like, like 10 minutes but it's like the the, the live action turtles Kind of like how they appeared at like Universal Stu or not Universal, um, um, um Disney MGM.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, okay. And they're
0: they're it's kind of a PSA on how to use like um, public transportation. <laughs> and it shows kids like shows kids like trains and all that stuff. And it's actually got the voice actors from the cartoon. Ooh. And it's pretty, pretty rare. If I remember, there was a character named gridlock he's like a villain and i uh, right now i i'm actually i'm heading to the ninja turtle uh, wikipedia okay so gridlock is a villain preventing commuters from learning about the fast and efficient rail service between (laughs) downtown los angeles and long beach gridlock delights in the crowded freeways and dirty air which have frustrated commuters for years in los angeles and sabotages plans to tell people about the new rtd metro blue line he appears in the promotional ninja turtles video operation blue line so oh and here's a little piece of trivia his gloomsday device is actually a recycled giga meter prop from ghostbusters 2 so now that just makes me (laughs) wow
1: I mean, um, the problem is if it doesn't have original songs that I'm not. No, interested.
0: okay. Well, and the other thing yeah. is, like, this tape is like so freakishly rare. Like, I I know Ninja Turtles fans that are have been looking for it for like good decade or two, and they they're, wow. they're still just like, I think, yeah, I'm looking at the last sold copy, which was on on Valentine's Day this uh, last week, and it sold for a hundred dollars. Like, this is just how insane it is, but um. <laughs> it's a fun piece i getting down in your town now that's that is a piece that like i don't think too many fans even know about
1: yeah i mean because like, i'm almost certain like you know it was it was so like I don't, I don't know if you had to buy it like at the you know the concert itself or mm-hmm. something or if you or if it was just like super you know low release because i don't think very many people knew about this so
0: I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I mean, I knew. I know of it. I couldn't tell you one thing about it because, <laughs> I, 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 like even in like '92. That's when Turtles really started to cool down and. Yeah. You know, they were kind of in their wind-down phase, but Well, um, and it's
1: not even like it's not on YouTube to my knowledge, maybe it is, that I just haven't seen there's it. There's a ex- clipper. Yeah. it
0: looks like yeah, it is. The whole thing is on oh, okay. uh, is is on YouTube. So Okay. Um,
1: so somebody just devalued my tape. Thanks, jerk.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, but at least you made that money off juice.
1: I know. Ultimately, it all <laughs> evens out, right?
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: but guys i mean this was yeah i mean just there's so much more to be talking about yeah
0: oh i have a tape
1: oh let's hear about it
0: oh i'm sorry i got so distracted by uh getting down in your town (laughs) that i I completely forgot about this tape um i don't know if i brought it up on the on the last episode we did but um I, i went to a thrift store and there was a do you guys know what wise markets are
1: heard of them but never been to one yeah
0: yes grocery stores yeah so i went to this video store and they had a wise quality blank tape and i had never seen one before (laughs) and when i posted it online everyone was like can you give me that like can i have that like blah, blah blah i had a couple of my vhs friends just they wanted this tape because they had never seen it before and like it's just like a blank tape Uh So like I kind of started to regret not picking it up. So I was like, "Uh, you know what? I'll just go back. There's no way anyone else is going to buy this
1: this
0: (laughs) blank tape. So the next time I go back, it's not there. And I'm heartbroken. Next time I go back, I'm still like keeping up hope. It's not there. And I'm looking in the, the book section. I'm looking in the DVD section for this stupid tape. So I go back third time. I'm digging through and it's on the opposite end where you just see the you know the, the black tape itself I pull it out and it's the wise quality tape. And I'm like, well I'm not leaving it behind now because it's really cool looking. It's just a very 90s 80s looking tape and it's even got the uh, the web address and which leads me to believe it had to be like 90s or early 2000s. But I pull it out just to kind of make sure, you know, see what's on here. And a little when I pull it out, a little piece of paper falls out and it has the listing for everything that's on here. So it it says the note says Sunday ten sixteen oh five, part at start missing West Wing (laughs) Law and Order CU (laughs) Jordan WGN News socks win american league pennant <laughs> so it's just like i i spent all this time just wanting the the uh, the cover and i didn't realize it was actually being used but so Jason,
1: did hills ever have their own brand of vhs i don't i don't remember but you
2: you might remember i did find a blockbuster branded uh yes tape and i think i texted it to both of you at one of the thrift stores that I had never seen before. I didn't remember that they branded their own blank tapes.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. And I'll tell you this, you know, the fact that that was recorded in 2005, Chad, I had neighbors that were old and passed away a few years ago before I moved. And mm-hmm. so like they were clearing out all their stuff and their kids are like, yeah, you can go through whatever you find here. And I found all these VHS tapes and boxes, oh. home recorded. I got all excited. And then as I watched it, it was all stuff from 2005. Oh. There's this contingent of old people <laughs> that are still using their VCRs to record every cable tv show oh whatever, my gosh you know,
0: it's like man <laughs> god bless him god bless him how about that
1: yeah but I actually uh you know as we close out here i'll just mention that uh so i was on mike westfall's podcast for the holidays as many of us get a chance to participate in and uh he actually shared with me uh his or the other guest that he brought on there uh she was like oh you you collect vhs tapes she got like super excited she's like i got a bunch of home recorded vhs tapes i just want to go to a good home because they're all stuff i recorded in the 90s so it's stuff like x files and ally mcbeal and friends and like dawson's creek like but with all the commercials And so she has been sending me these. And so I've just been filling up my, you know, vintage VHS drawers with her old tapes and stuff. So eventually I will get those commercials transferred. But, you know, it's a whole other side of VHS collecting, right? But that's just to have that source now was super exciting. Yeah, it was very fun. Mm,
2: Hey, speaking of holidays, I will mention that uh, I found early nineties releases of like Frosty, the snowman Rudolph, the red nose reindeer. And I'm pretty sure these are the tapes that I remember having when I was younger and, and picking up once we got a VCR and oh. was building a collection. Oh, so wow. uh, those holiday specials, you know, I've, I've got them on DVD, but to go back and get them <laughs> on VHS too, is pretty fun. They're like CBS video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> CBS video releases. So, Ooh.
0: well, well, so you guys bring up um, holidays I have one more tape I'm sorry guys but I gotta share this (laughs) you guys obviously had Suncoast video right oh yeah okay did you know that they put out holiday these are holiday treasures which just feature lights and music Oh fun! and I guess that they did them a couple years because this says it's the 1991 collectors edition and I looked on eBay and you know there are other editions out there But this is just like, kind of like now how we have the, um, oh, the Yule log and stuff like that. I guess I haven't watched this yet, but this Mm. is apparently just according to the a screensaver
1: for your TV. Yes, (laughs) and
0: it's playing like Christmas or holiday music in the background, and you know this is kind of an early version of what we have now on YouTube. Like last year, they did the. obviously i'm biased but um the stay puffed by uh the the um the fireplace um does it slowly
1: of... melt i missed this yes you yeah, did
0: <laughs> Dude, <laughs> oh you guys missed it i hope that it's still on because it, but uh, my wife and i kind of fell asleep um and i i on christmas eve and i kind of put it on and i think she was just before she fell asleep she's like what? what in the world we're supposed to be watching Christmas story, but this is kind of an early version of what all these things are. And I, like I said, I haven't watched it because, you know, I posted on Twitter, we had a tragedy, my longtime Panasonic Panasonic VHR, VCR and DVD recorder, unfortunately played its last uh, VHS. So I'm kind of in the market for another one. I got to go find another I know, one. I've but, been
1: on the hunt for you. I keep finding uh, just VCRs, you. none of those double yeah. units yet. Yeah.
0: Well, I have another one, but it's just not the same. But in the it, it's it's good for in, the interim. But um, I have been wanting to pop this in. I've been wanting to uh, check it out because I'm sure it's just hokey and ridiculous.
2: Oh my know, god! But... I just had a thought. I wonder if like the WPIX Yulog has ever been released on VS. What? 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 WPIX out of New York. was yeah. The ones that uh, essentially we the first to broadcast the Yule Log on Christmas Eve, and I had that cable station growing up, and I've always loved it. I go over to YouTube. It's on YouTube, and I will put it on Christmas Day because mm-hmm. it's just like comfort, <laughs> uh, comfort food to me. But God, I wonder if they ever released that to a VHS, but I don't know. I'll have to look into that. You got me excited for the holidays all over again now.
0: All right, let's start <laughs> doing like two that wish Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have people that still have lights up by the way and I love it especially <laughs> when I pass by at night. I love it
1: all right well guys i mean again we know we could keep talking all night long but this has been great to get back together wrap up season two which was such a joy in and of itself so jason the question becomes will we be back for season three i think in a word yes i mean for me the show is
2: far too rewarding as a just a producer i mean it's my favorite podcast to put together so when we will do it I'm not sure I've got some other things going on and a little side business I'm trying to kick off but maybe maybe in the fall we can uh, get some more interviewees together and and try to put together another season because it is I mean it's so much fun and it's got me looking for tapes and DVDs now so There's no way I could put it down.
1: Yeah, and absolutely. The fun thing is they're already starting to line up out the door. Uh, You know, as I'm sharing (laughs) my VHS tape finds on my Twitter account, somebody's like, hey, I recognize that. Yeah, that's a a movie gallery tape that originally came from Hollywood Video, and then movie gallery bought Hollywood Video. I worked there for years. I got (laughs) stories. I'm like, let's talk. Let's talk. (laughs) Season three, you're number one. You're on the list. So. So, yeah, so if you are listening out there, if you've been shy about sharing your stories or you know somebody who worked at a video store back in the day, be sure to reach out to me at Hoju Coolander on Twitter or at Hoju Coolander at gmail.com. And you can find me there as well, and I'm happy to take those requests, and we will get you all set up for an interview, and you will be part of the third season of Rental Return, Tales from the Video Store. But Chad, Jason, thanks so much for being here. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and hey, we'll talk to you soon.